Gender. It's a complex and fluid interpersonal relationship between biology and identity. With that complexity comes stigma, confusion, and potentially life-altering misunderstanding. Today, there are 93 bills across 28 states being considered which limit certain access to gender-affirming care and reduce opportunities for trans youth to play sports. How about you? Has gender identity become a source of debate and discussion around your dinner table like it has mine? Having these conversations has never been more important. It can be a tough subject to get through without the occasional agree to disagree moment with your parents or siblings, but it's worth it. The rate of suicide and contemplation of suicide by gender nonconforming youth has reached crisis levels. So please, let your loved ones and friends know that while you may not understand or agree with everything you see on TikTok or Twitter, that you're there for them, no matter their biology or gender identity. In our conversation today, I will interview one of my good friends, Margot. Margot is 14 years old and identifies as non-binary. I will be asking them questions about their experience as someone who is gender diverse. Later, I will answer questions from my dad and my best friend, Nora. Margot is 14 and identifies as non-binary. They have been open about it for a little less than a year, and they have had a lot of different experiences with others on the topic. I will be asking them questions to get a better understanding of gender identity and how it can impact yourself and others. So why is non-binary the label that you feel most comfortable with? Well, I identify as non-binary because it's neither male or female. It's not a third gender. It's really not a gender at all. Um, and I, I guess that's just why I feel most comfortable as identifying as non-binary, because I don't fit within either gender. Explain why you use they, them pronouns. I use they, them pronouns because, uh, well, through a process of um, elimination, really, I just found what feels most comfortable for me. Um, I've been lucky enough to have really supporting parents who have been uh, maybe not the most comfortable, but accommodating. And um, they've worked with me a lot to help me determine um, just how I feel most comfortable and what I can use to make me feel most comfortable. And really everything that it's come down to is that they, them pronouns are how I feel most comfortable presenting myself and being presented. So do you consider yourself transgender? Well, uh, I guess really everyone is different. Um, it kind of fluctuates for me how I present myself to other people. Uh, I can present myself as, well, I'm transgender, non-binary, saying it like that, because being transgender is really an umbrella term for being non-binary. Uh, that white stripe in the transgender pride flag is what represents non-binary folk. Um, but I guess, really, it's just easier to say I'm non-binary. I am transgender because I have transitioned from being born uh, a female, assigned female at birth, uh, to being non-binary. So I consider that a transition. So I would be transgender non-binary. Why is it so important to respect people's pronouns? For me, uh, pronouns are just a really, really big deal. I've never really been, to explain, been able to explain exactly why, but I can give you some of the personal experiences that I've had with that. Uh, when people at school, which is a big part of my social interaction because I go to high school for a majority of my day, when people at school don't respect my pronouns, 
I just feel like I am not valid in how I present myself. I blame myself when people can't use they, them pronouns. I blame myself for not doing a good enough job of being androgynous. I blame myself for not being valid in my identity. And of course, the default is she, her pronouns because I prefer to appear feminine um, because that's really just how I've been most of my life and how I feel most comfortable. Being non-binary has been able, it's just been an opportunity for me to express myself more openly but when people don't use the correct pronouns or when they blame me for not using the correct pronouns, it's really hard to feel valid in your gender identity, especially when you don't identify with one or another gender. You don't have a gender. And when people assign you one uh, without really asking you or just assuming, it's really painful and it, it definitely really hurts. And it it hurts even more when you know they're doing it on purpose. So I know a lot of people, mainly older people, think of the perspective from, well, why do you have to change genders? Why can't you just be a girl who dresses and acts masculine or vice versa? So how would you explain the importance of transitioning? Well, honestly, I have felt this way for so long. Uh, I have been in that position, and that's, that's, like, that's a first-person look on that position. I, for so long, have fought with myself um, after realizing what it meant to be non-binary and really educating myself on non-binary terms and non-binary people as I knew some people who identified as non-binary. I realized that it seemed very similar to how I felt and it really just seemed like sort of a connection I made, a choice I could make. Um, and. I, I was really angry for, at myself for a very long time, uh, not just because um, I was transitioning and not just because it was something that I didn't know so much about, but mainly because um, I was so mad at myself for why, why couldn't I just be fine with other people using she, her pronouns, and why couldn't I just be fine with dressing masculine and being a girl? And for such a long time, I would cry and I would fight with myself about it. And I really just grew to just really accept it. My brain doesn't work in a non-binary format. I've always been binary. It has to fit into a box. It has to do this. And I'm actually a very creative person, and yet I still work like that. And this has been one of the hardest things I've, I've had to come to terms with. I mean... It's just, it's so difficult to deal with, and I really understand that perspective. But I would have chosen to stay a girl over being non-binary if I had a choice. Because it's been so much harder for me to deal with, and I've gone through so much because of it, and I've been treated so poorly because of it. And I have to put up with so much more, and it's really, really emotionally draining. And it's so unhealthy for me to deal with these people who don't respect me. But at some point, I had to respect myself. And I guess that's what really brought me to believe that I deserve respect and come to a point of this is not a choice. This is who I am, who I have to be to the world. And that's what's brought me to being such a strong defender in my own case because... 
if I hadn't fought with myself for so long, I don't think I would be able to truly accept it. Thank you so much for sharing um, your experiences with us. Do you have any final thoughts for other young people who are struggling with their gender identity? Uh, well, there's a lot to explore in that. Uh, even if you just want to change your pronouns or you just want to change how you dress or maybe you are cis, cisgender, you use she, her pronouns or he, him pronouns and those are the pronouns you were assigned at birth. Really, however you want to appear to the world to begin with is up to you. Um, what's most important though is that you're being safe. If you're a girl who doesn't like how your chest appears if you are uncomfortable with your chest but you still identify as a girl or you still identify with she they pronouns or maybe you're thinking about transitioning whatever it is you need to make sure that you're being safe first and foremost so you need to educate yourself you need to look up the rules of binding I myself have gotten hurt I've hurt my rib cage and been out of sports for two months because my binder was too small and one time I was so frustrated with my body that I wrapped myself in ace bandages at my grandparents' house because I didn't want I didn't want to have my chest appear so large as it really is because I didn't want to feel invalid in my gender. And I think what's really most important just to begin with is that you realize that how you present is not as important as how you feel. So you need to do what's best for yourself, and you don't owe anyone an explanation. So just remember to be really safe, and if someone doesn't understand it, you are not Google. You don't need to answer everyone's questions. There is Google. It's a search engine. Everyone has access to it. If they have a question and you don't feel like answering, you don't have to answer it. And you don't have to come out to anyone. I think that's just not even close to important. People don't need to know everything about you. You can tell them if you want to. And really, be safe if you're going to tell people. Make sure that you're not going to be hurt, harmed, in an unsafe environment or discriminated against if you come out to the people closest to you. Just really stay safe physically, emotionally, and uh, take care of your mental health because it's so important and really when you're going through such a strong transition or you're questioning something you just need to be patient with yourself and you need to respect yourself and you need to respect your emotions and you need to respect your own boundaries with yourself you can't just dive right into this without knowing anything and end up just really really emotionally drained I know that's a lot but um Really just make sure you're staying safe and healthy and you don't have to fit into any box. Just be what you want to be and explore it, but be safe when doing so. Thank you, Margot, for sharing your experiences and giving us a better understanding of gender identity. Now we will switch gears and talk to my dad and my best friend, Nora, for some new perspectives. You know, I always hear this term cis or cisgender on TV and podcasts and social media. What does cis mean? 
So the term cisgender has been used a lot in the media, mostly social media, but not a lot of people know what it actually means. So basically, if you were born a woman, you feel comfortable as a woman, you're comfortable with she, her pronouns, then you are most likely cisgender and vice versa for male. Where would a male who's identifying as a girl go to the bathroom in the absence of a gender neutral family style bathroom? So actually, for someone who's transitioned from male to female, they would likely use the women's restroom since that is the restroom that aligns with their identity. Why is having different pronouns or new pronouns so important? So unfortunately, this is one of those topics where no amount of explaining can make you understand the feeling of not being comfortable being called certain pronouns but some people just aren't comfortable being called he him and some people just aren't comfortable being called she her and the least we can do is call them what they want so that feeling is a little bit smaller all right so if i see someone in public or at school and they look a certain gender to me but i'm not completely sure what they identify as what should i call them or say to them in that scenario the best thing would probably be to just simply ask a simple hey, what are your preferred pronouns? Or what do you identify as? Would be a much safer option than potentially misgendering them. If somebody that I know changes their gender identity daily, how should I keep track of what to call them? One thing you can do is simply just ask them how they typically dress or do their makeup or whatever it may be when they're feeling more masculine or feminine, and then you can kind of pick up on which pronouns they would prefer to be called when they present that way. Understanding the complexity and fluidity of gender identity can be difficult, but don't let this stop you from trying to learn and appreciate people's diversity. It is so important to learn about gender because the main cause of hate is ignorance and fear, and through education, we can work towards a more accepting society. Even by just asking people how they identify when meeting them will make it much easier to understand gender and will help work towards a world where everyone is treated as equals. Thank you to all my guests who took the time to talk with me. This is Georgia Mitchell on Gender Identity.